afternoon. Um, I've spent over 20 years uh, opening and helping to grow restaurant bar businesses. And during that time, uh, the market has expanded enormously, uh, especially the demand from customers to eat out. Uh, so even though our industry hasn't perhaps boomed like, say, the online world, uh, nevertheless, for uh, the last couple of decades or so, it's mostly been a very good sector in which to work and invest. Um, and our nation, I think, as a whole, has transformed its approach to food and drink and wine and the idea of dining out. And we operators uh, have benefited from this changing behaviour. Uh, but I have to say, I suspect that the easy times are now over. I think in 2011, we need to find new routes to growth if we want to maintain the buoyancy of the past. I read recently that over 30% of all retail outlets in Britain's high streets are now cafes, pubs, or restaurants. And uh, the competition out there is ferocious. Food and drink are available everywhere. And meantime, Britain's consumers are not feeling that optimistic, worrying perhaps about losing their jobs, about debt, about inflation, and about tax rises. So I think for many hospitality operators, these are possibly more challenging times than in the past. Rent rises, rates increases, food and drink price increases, utility bill increases, more rivals than ever before, national insurance increases, licensing cost increases, minimum wage increases, more litigation, and a steadily rising regulatory burden. These all simply add to the pain that we all have to endure. So what do we do to cope with these issues? Well, I think there are a number of initiatives that we can take, some of them together and some of them individual, uh, to deal with the threats and uh, thereby continue to advance and prosper. Uh, now, perhaps the, the single most important initiative uh, that we could do together is to gather widespread, widespread backing for the idea of a cut in VAT for the restaurant and pub industries. Now, supermarkets and shops selling uncooked takeaway food and drink pay no VAT, but restaurants pay 20% VAT. Now, I think this is inequitable and unfair. And I think we must lobby as an industry, as a group of professionals, together to get this rate cut, as they have successfully in France and Ireland, among a number of other European countries. I don't think this is a fantasy. I think it can be done, and I think the French and the Irish hospitality industries have shown the way. Secondly, menus and design must become more effective. I think new ideas inevitably in all walks of life attract attention and win customers. And the best players in our industry are constantly innovative in terms of the dishes they serve, the surroundings in which they operate, the way they recruit and train staff, and the marketing techniques they adopt to win customers. Now this means exploring new dishes and new cuisines, it means experimentation, and it means trial and error. But the same old obvious staple main courses done in a mediocre way are not going to stand out. Now, I'm not suggesting that provinces, for example, are ready for every radical new meal devised by Heston Blumenthal. I found that to my cost a few years ago, that much in Britain is not, frankly, or then wasn't anyhow, ready to 
uh, embrace Moonfried and Belgian beer in the way diners were in London. Uh, but travel, media coverage, and a desire for the new, I think, means customers are becoming steadily more adventurous in their eating habits. And I think we must become more adventurous in what we offer. This means working with suppliers and staff to educate them and encourage them to try new things, wines, cuts of meat, vegetables, spices, cooking techniques and recipes, and all the other elements that go up to making the product. I think it means decisions about provenance and quality, new cultures possibility, possibly, and perhaps new kitchen equipment. Uh, and I think it means things like traveling, to sample what the best overseas players are doing. All this takes work. A certain amount of investment possibly doesn't come for free, but I don't think it's about complete reinvention. I think it's about many small changes. And I, I personally think that virtually any restaurant business I can, I can think of, standing still is simply not an option. I think a third initiative, which again I think is an individual initiative, is that uh, people should become more tech-savvy. Now, this isn't just about good EPOS systems or stock control or payroll software. This is about embracing the power of the digital world to communicate with your customers, find new customers, recruit staff, gain publicity, take bookings, and generally let the world know about your offerings. It's about having cutting-edge websites, about mobile apps, about using social media like Facebook and Twitter. It's about using search engine optimization, and other online marketing tools to promote your restaurants in a cost-effective way. Now, we've been quite successful, I think, in some of these areas in Giraffe, but I think, frankly, our whole industry lags way behind the first-class online retail players like Ocado, Amazon, Net-A-Porte, and ASOS. Now, we do have a huge advantage that the public cannot eat out online. So, really, I argue the web is all upside for us, rather than the very, very serious threat it represents to traditional retailers. And I think becoming experts in 21st century IT requires time, and I think it requires investment in people, training, suppliers, and equipment. But I think especially for chains, and that's essentially what we have here today, I think there's a definite payoff in terms of closer relationships with your regular customers, more powerful and effective marketing campaigns, better knowledge about your customers, and many other advantages to you. I think a fourth initiative, and this is as old as the hills, but I think it is constantly, relentlessly underestimated, is service standards. I still think that, on average, there are an awful lot of places, even in London, where you can have sloppy bad service. I think we still lag many overseas hospitality firms in terms of our standards. Now in the US I think they're generally friendlier and I think in France for example they are more knowledgeable and more professional and somehow or other we must continue to try to up our game. I think so often we accept mediocre service in British restaurants despite what many overseas visitors consider our high prices. Now, I think there's no magic bullet for this perennial problem, but I think the rewards are apparent. Groups that cultivate high, consistent service standards take market share. When I own the Ivy, Jay Sheiky and the Caprice, they were probably among, amongst the three most profitable restaurants in London. 
ultimately, I believe, because of the service standards, not because of the food. I think fabulous service is the best marketing any restaurant can ever do, because that is what brings people back and spreads word of mouth recommendation. Part of the answer is obviously about recruitment, part of it's about training, it's about attracting talent to come and work for you and to work in this great industry. And it's up to all of us, I guess, to encourage bright, educated young people to, to come and work in the hospitality trade and to prove to them that this can be a, a fun, fulfilling and lucrative place in which to practice their skills. And I think if we copy the ways in which, for example, the Americans persuade their front of house brigades to smile and welcome guests properly, and if we copy the French in the way in which their staff take pride in what they do and the expertise of their servers and managers in their job, then I think this will pay us great dividends. And I think if we can overall improve service in Britain's eating houses, we will all be beneficiaries. Now, another initiative that I think is not necessarily, I'm afraid, within the power of people in this room, sadly, is that somehow or other Britain's landlords have got to be more reasonable. Now, this is a tough one. The nation's property owners are not exactly known for their charitable attitude towards tenants. Now, the terms of trade between us as tenants and landlords have deteriorated very materially against us over the decades. 20 years ago, in my experience, Many restaurateurs made three times as much profit from a restaurant branch as the landlord took in rent. Now, I often see businesses where those two figures are comparable. So in other words, the landlord could be making more than you. And you're the one doing all the fit-outs. You're the one taking all the risk in terms of starting a business there, employing staff, paying all the tax like national insurance, business rate, stamp duty, POIE, and so forth. The landlord isn't creating any jobs. And I think those terms of trade have got to change. So I hope over time, as more and more voids appear in our high streets and shopping malls, the rational landlords will become more pragmatic about lease terms, reviews, and rents. And for this transition to happen, we need the planners to get on board too, and be much more reasonable about usage and permissions. Uh, fundamentally, I believe that history shows the future always belongs to the optimists. And I know you must all be optimists having built your businesses. And in the long run, the economy grows. And as an economy grows, the public has more disposable income. And so they tend to be out more. Now, of course, there are always risks, and there's always the possibility of failure. But I think discipline, innovation, hard work, and luck will always, in the long run, reward those who are bold enough to take the plunge. And I salute every one of you here who's running your own business. Those founders who've probably foregone the comfort of a safe salary and who've lived the dream of building your own company. Personally, I think there can be very little in life that is more satisfying than being part of a successful, expanding, growing enterprise, creating jobs, generating wealth and giving customers a great time for a living, which is what we in the hospitality industry do. Uh, we provide memorable meals to millions of guests every year, and I think we are entitled to feel proud of the work we do. 
So to each of you, good luck in all your endeavours. I'm sure with luck, the coming years will be